The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Hey everybody, time for the Buck Baloo Show. Here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app. Driven by Beaver Toyota. You can listen anywhere, anytime. With our mobile app and uh, Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car, visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com to see what wow really means. And also, the 10 o'clock hour of the Buck Blue Show here on 680 The Fan is presented by the Haug Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. You need to win. Go to championshiplaw.com. Got Road Dog back in the house. He spent a couple of days up in Lexington. And he is back in. DT ready to get to work on a gorgeous day in Atlanta. Boy, that traffic on 400 still bad. We got a lot to get to in a short time to break it down. DT, let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. Stetson Bennett, man, he's been one busy dude. Think about it. Stet led the dogs through the grind of a rare undefeated season and then, true to form, elevated his game and delivered another magnificent run through the playoffs, helping capture a second consecutive national championship, proving all his doubters and critics wrong. But this unprecedented run did not stop there. He pulled a no-show at the day after exit presser in L.A. because he was off the clock. I don't have a problem with that. He returned to Athens to work a chicken finger shift at Raisin Canes before participating in the championship parade celebration, which turned controversial when he irritated some of the fans and media members by focusing more on spinning some tunes and waving at the crowd and doing those lame live TV interviews along the parade path. And then he mourned the death of a trusted teammate and staff member. Very emotional. Those emotions had to be tough to handle. But it didn't stop there. Next, he kicked around an Atlanta radio host for trying to improve his social media hits. Wow. Talk about an emotional roller coaster of emotions. And now staring him in the face is a pre-NFL draft grind. Process is about to get underway. And what Stetson Bennett needs, in my opinion, is a few days away from the chaos to decompress. And then he can shift gears after that. And there's your big take as we get the show started today. 
Man, I'm ready uh, to talk a little Falcons right off the top of the show, brother. Let's get it going. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Falcons are busy interviewing defensive coordinator prospects. Seemingly, there's more than just a handful of people they're considering. And apparently, they sat down, uh, already interviewed Vic Fangio, Eagles consultant right now, the ex-Broncos head coach, and a lifelong, it seems like lifelong, defensive coordinator in the National Football League. Ton of experience. And some feel like my sources with the Falcons are telling me that Vic Fangio went into his interview yesterday as listed as the top candidate for the job. Not sure if the interview went well. You know, Jim Moore, I remember Moore came in to interview for that head coaching job a few years ago, and he had a grocery cart full of binders. And boy, the Falcons, uh, McKay and Blake, they fell for the binders, man. That didn't work out real well. Uh, I don't even think Petrino showed up. He did like a Zoom call or something. That didn't actually work out very well either. So if the interview went well, maybe it's Vic Fangio, who I believe would be a really good hire for the Atlanta Falcons. Look at Fangio and what he believes in. He fits what I want, and that is a guy, I want some continuity here. I don't want to start all over again on the defensive side of the ball. Bringing in a guy that, that didn't do anything that Dean Pease was doing. I want to stay away from that. I want some continuity here. Well, Fangio has built his reputation in the league by running a 3-4 scheme. Hey, that fits. He's a too-high guy. DT, you know what that means? Too high guy? Sounds a little controversial. He's been dabbling too much, huh? Nah, too high, too high safety. Too high safety, yeah. yeah. Pre preventing the pass, man. Yeah. Well, it, you know, guys like Fangio would say it limits the big plays. You're not going to give up as many explosive plays with two safeties deep on the hash. The two hashes. Now, is that like a Tampa 2 or are we playing man underneath? Oh, well. Yeah, he's going to mix up the coverages there. He does a good job of that. He's big on disguising the coverages pre-snap. So they may be showing you that two, high safety, and then the snap of the ball. One of those guys comes down. We'll get something. into the coverage at that point in time. So I like the sound of that. And also, you're talking about a 3-4 guy playing two high safeties. You're talking about a defense that's going to be light in the box defending the run. But taking a look at all these... People on the interview list for the Falcons think they've interviewed the top guy right off the bat. Vic Fangio. A too high guy. Baloo, what'd you say? He was too high? No, no, no. He likes the too high safeties. Think he'd be a good fit. Veteran guy. Provides some continuity. Guy that's been around the block before. Not sure how the coach, Arthur Smith, thinks about this, but he must uh, like or respect Fangio or they wouldn't have brought him in for the interview already. Falcons trying to get to the front of the line. There'll be some other teams wanting to get to him also. So you better work fast, brother. Better come with your best offer right off the top.
This is a big job. Art Smith, obviously, an offensive side of the, the ball head coach, which means he needs somebody to totally handle the defense. And this guy uh, certainly fits that mold. Yeah, whoever comes into this role is going to be basically a glorified assist, or assistant head coach. I There's mean, no doubt about yeah, it. Just like ju- yeah, just as Dean normal. Pease was. You know, when you got a uh, head coach that comes from the defensive side of the ball, he needs to hire a guy on offense that can run the whole show over on offense. He doesn't want to worry about it. You got to hire somebody that's capable of doing that. Fangio's capable of running that defense. An Eagles consultant. Hmm. They've looked good on defense this year, but they have a bit more talent on that side of the ball than Atlanta currently does. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. We got a lot of young talent. Might develop into something, but they need a veteran coach. I'm going to miss Dean Pease. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Loved his attitude. You know what? I'm tired of hearing about all these lousy Falcon defenses through the years. By golly, we're going to change that. Look, I know the statistics didn't really say. Yeah, that, we're at the bottom of the league. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the defense wasn't that much improved. Statistically. Seems like the attitude, the culture it was changing. It seemed like they played hard, and, it se- yeah. and they kept them in a lot of games this year, uh, especially, as you talked about, based on the talent coming into the season. Yes, sir. So there you go. There's some Falcons talk right out of the gate. How about my Falcons? Five consecutive losing seasons. Can we change that, please? Tired of losing. Look, I checked out the last 10 years. Losing's been no fun at all. Yeah, the the Falcons are 71 and 91, I believe, averaging two games below 500 uh, through the through the the last 10 years yeah, and that includes a playoff run or two playoff runs and a super bowl run. a playoff run yeah forgot what those days look like college football at least hey but have no fear if you listen to Fontenot and smith they're on the right track there's hope they're going to get this thing turned around and i heard the locker room show coming in sitting in traffic on 400 this morning i heard them saying hey the worst is over Falcons going to win the division this coming year. Is it possible, based on this quote, this rebuild that they never wanted to admit was happening, is it possible the worst days are behind the Falcons? And I don't want to use the term rock bottom, but are they past that yet? Well, let's just say the locker room show has more hope they sure do. than the Buck Baloo show has. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the Falcons. They have a history of not being successful. I'm just saying. All right, coming back on the other side, we're going to talk about the winners in the NFL. We'll go through the NFL playoffs, plus some Braves talk. They have added a player that brings a lot more to the table than most people are talking about. I'll set you straight on that one. It's the Buck Blue Show, live from the Battery Atlanta, here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. It's the Buck Blue Show on the fan. Hope your Thursday's off to a great start. My day got started with a call from my daughter at college saying, Dad, the car won't crank. Going to be late to class. What? (laughs) That's how I got started. Negative, negative, negative. Got challenges all over the place, brother. (laughs) I'm just saying. So if I'm not in tomorrow, I've had to make a trip over to Starkville, Mississippi and get that handled. I guess the only thing worse than having a, a bum car is having a bum car however many hundred miles away. Well, look, it's, you know, one thing if it's a son. You say, hey, deal with it. <laughs> I'll catch up with you later with your daughter. It's a whole different ball you gotta game there. take daddy's girl, yeah. Man, it's, uh, the alarms are sounding. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, my goodness. Hey, want to tell you about the Podcast Park. Uh, go to thepodcastpark.com and check out our great array of podcasts. It's brought to you by our good friends at Associated Credit Union. We appreciate them very much. I'm working on dropping episode 79 of Buck's Beat later, right after the show today, when I get the battery situation straightened out. So that should be dropping over the next day or two. We'll uh, let you know about that. But check out our great podcast at thepodcastpark.com or wherever it is you get your podcast. Now let's get to some NFL playoff football. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yes, sir. Here we go. I'm ready, baby. I mean, is this not one of the best? This is the best weekend in professional football, right? Is it really? In my opinion, it always is. You get eight of the top, you know, 10, 10, 12 teams. I've always believed that, too. Yeah, this is so much fun. It used to be, and it used to be, we, we would get the college football championship on Monday night after this, so just my favorite weekend of football, but however, we still get the NFL divisional round, buck four games. Which one of these matchups is most intriguing to you? Well, I believe the most uh, intriguing individual matchup is very personal here in Metro Atlanta because we're going to see 49ers and Cowboys will be the fourth game played. It'll be Sunday night. And we'll see Kyle Shanahan matched up against Dan Quinn. The most intriguing individual matchup is Shanahan versus Quinn. Shanahan calling those offensive plays for the Niners. And and Q, as we called him here in Atlanta, calling the defensive signals for the Cowboys. You got that right, Chris. Now, since they were both together in Atlanta, I believe their record head-to-head is one and one. I think you nailed it. 49ers won in the playoffs in Dallas last season, 23-17. 23 points. Quinn probably felt pretty good about, hey, we only gave up 23. Should have won the game. But here's the rub, all right? Uh, The Cowboys' defense, they've allowed 14 runs of over 20 yards, worst in the NFL. The 49ers... 
one of the top teams in the NFL, running the football, getting explosive plays in the run game. They've got 53 of those. Advantage 49ers. Also, Q has got a couple of cornerbacks that can cover, but they can't tackle. One of the worst yards after the catch rates in the NFL, and the Niners excel with the yards after the catch. And I was just thinking runs on the corner. They they use edge runs with, you know, speed sweeps and, and getting the ball out to the guys on the corner. If your cornerbacks can't tackle, that's a recipe for uh, some big plays. Now, who am I pulling for in this individual matchup? That's a good question, Buck. Gosh, I know it may sound crazy. I'm going Shanahan on this one. And I can't say I've ever been a great Shanahan fan. I loved his offense, and I loved the scheme. His attitude left a little something to be desired. But I think Q, he is really an odd dude. I never took to Q. I think you nailed it. I'm going Shanahan. I personal feelings about the coaches aside the 49ers are one of the most fun teams to watch and yeah. just i love the way they, they got play some football. players they get do, that ball uh, to on, the players on both sides of the football buck that's the key to it all right well for me personally one of the biggest uh, games i'm looking forward to is bills and Bengals. take those five and a half points the Bengals are getting you but big give us uh the key between this big matchup between uh cincinnati and buffalo buck well, the Bengals are down three starters on the offensive line. Uh, the Bills against Miami last week, they had 11 quarterback hits and four sacks. I think you know where you're going with this one. But let me tell you, Burrow is a lot different than the guy that the Dolphins were starting last mm-hmm. week. Uh, Burrow has just been awesome, and I spoke about it earlier this week. Awesome manipulating protections manipulating the pocket, quick to check the ball down, get the ball out quickly so the pass rush can't get to him. Advantage Burrow, even with the three offensive linemen out, I just love between the ears. And he certainly has the talent the way he spins that ball. But I tell you what, Burrow's impressive manipulating the defense. Yeah, he's loving. He looks like the, the, the coolest customer around sitting in that pocket. Here's another one that Urban Meyer got wrong. I, if I remember correctly, Urban Meyer, Burrow was at Ohio State. <laughs> Urban Meyer said he he couldn't play a lick. He might want to move on somewhere else. Well, he was happy to move on. So he goes to LSU to, uh, to play for Coach O. And Coach O said, I got, I got me a championship quarterback. And then they beat Alabama, didn't they, Buck? Yeah, Urban Meyer was wrong on that one. Joe Burrow is thriving. One of the top quarterbacks, one of the elite quarterbacks in the game today. Absolutely, Buck. All right, with that in mind, looking at the other games, what's the biggest uh, this weekend's biggest mismatch that you see? Well, the uh, the Jaguars and the Chiefs, that particular matchup there, the Jaguar, Jaguars defense... Their pass defense, to be a little more specific. So Jaguars pass defense. There are 32 teams in the National Football League. There are only two that are worse Mm. than the Jaguars defending the pass. I mean, they are poor open field tacklers. Tight ends are doing major damage in the passing game against Jacksonville. Whoops! Does Kansas City have a tight end? Does Kelsey (laughs) play for the Chiefs? Oh, my goodness! Yeah, that looks like the biggest mismatch is when Mahomes and the Chiefs have the football and they are known to throw it around a little bit. In fact, a lot. The Jags are horrendous defending the pass. 
Buck Baloo calling it right now. Big game for Travis Kelsey on Saturday. Yeah. That'll kick off no everything doubt. for I'm you. I'm not in the for fantasy you. league, but if I were, I'd... Take the over on his uh, maybe catches and yards. Yeah. All right. All right, Buck. So, uh, yeah, what's the one thing that gives the Giants any kind of chance against the Eagles? Can you figure out how they can pull off this upset? Oh, this one's easy. Yeah? This test has been easy I mean, so I'm, far. I'm get, give it to Saquon has, is the only thing I can think of. Well, no, Jalen Hurts has got this shoulder that I'm sure is not 100%. Oh, no. So I'm sure there's a bounty out oh, Buck, in I that Giants locker there. room. They're probably not telling anybody, but, you know, they're interacting, yeah. saying who's going to be the one that hits him in that shoulder and gets Hurts out of the game. And look, the uh, the Eagles, when Hurts was healthy, when they were thriving uh, early season into the middle of the season prior to this injury to Jalen Hurts, they had these called quarterback runs, at least five to eight to ten of them per game. Now they've had to take those out of the offense. Yeah. They can't utilize that called running plays for Jalen Hurts. It's they certainly, limit, it. certainly limiting compared to what they were doing earlier in the season. They would be foolish yeah. to do it. For the Eagles to make that Super Bowl run, they need Hurts taking snaps from the center. And if he gets shots on that shoulder, brother, there's a good chance he's not going to make it. And neither are the Eagles. So I tell you what's really big is Hurts in the red zone running the ball. And I don't think they're going to have access to that either. So take that out of the offense in the red zone. The quarterback running the football. They need advantage Giants. Not that I'm saying they're going to win. So they need to get more production out of their traditional well, running Well, they're going to have to turn to, uh, you know, the running back Miles running Sanders the ball. They're going to have to guys, turn to yeah. maybe throwing the ball a little bit more than they normally do. They... They'd be foolish to depend on Hurts running the football. So in obviously, this matchup. you don't think this time off has—I mean, obviously, it's helped Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but he's this, is st- this is still something to be concerned I about. Think one hard shot, though, and oof, all that rehab goes out the window. Oh, all right, but finishing up here in our NFL playoff top five playoffs. Playoffs. If you can only pick one of these playoff games to watch, or well, let me let me rephrase that. How about any game this weekend? You only get to watch one game. What's it going to be? Bills, Bengals. I ain't going to argue with you, Buck. Three Bills, o'clock Bengals. on Sunday, the whole country is going to be watching that game. Yeah, I was listening to Chernoff and Oliver yesterday, and Chernoff was pointing out that that would be the number one time slot in the NFL is late oh, yeah. on Sunday afternoon. That will get the most eyes on. Uh, this game, late Sunday afternoon, premier matchup, Bills and Bengals. Love both quarterbacks. And I can't wait to see him operate out there. This CBS, is going to be awesome. CBS got to be loving that matchup, yeah, too. Yeah, no doubt. All right, there's your top the five. The Blue Coats are going to be loving it. <laughs> top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. It's got to be a little odd working for CBS when they tell you, look, we only want you wearing a dark blue sport coat. Nothing else is going to work. They don't like those golden ones they wear on ABC from back in the day. <laughs> Monday night football. Yeah, no, those were a little over the top. Good stuff. Joe and Troy, and Troy broke those out. Broke those out for Halloween yeah, this so, year. Uh, you know, had some, they That's, popped on TV. I would never personally wear that, but I don't think it's a terrible look. It's all right. Yeah, I think it's a lot better than the dark conservative blue sport coat. In fact, I don't understand why the broadcasters doing an NFL football game have to wear a coat and a tie. It just doesn't make any sense at all to me. You've never been a big tie fan. I know that, Buck. Well, no, of course not. And finally, the NBA is coming around with a COVID thing. Now the coaches can dress down. 
Yeah, we're which pull I, over I think makes sense. But the idea that you've got to wear a coat and a suit and a tie to broadcast an NFL football game is silliness. I'll tell you what, coming up this Saturday, it's not silly. We're going to celebrate our five-time National League East champion, the Atlanta Braves. Braves Fest presented by Delta Airlines. And you're going to have a lot of exciting events. And most people are concerned about one thing. Player autographs. Well, you're going to have access this weekend. Plus, uh, coach appearances. You'll see Snit walking awesome. around. Uh, player photos. And you got shopping and dining. You're going to be hanging around with all the other Braves fans out there. Admission is free. The event runs from 10 to 4. And you can get more information at braves.com slash Braves Fest. Speaking Braves country's real. Yeah, speaking of the Braves, man, let's chop it up. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, the Braves have added another outfielder overnight. They have signed uh, Kevin Pilar. Now, I heard the locker room show, they were saying Pilar, which I had not heard before. So I'm going with Pilar, Kevin Pilar, to a minor league deal. Now, if he makes the team, Pilar will have a contract that's going to pay him $3 million. A good gig if you can get it for a 34-year-old outfielder who would slot in as the fourth outfielder. It looks like the Braves will have a rotation going in left field, depending upon if the opponent has a right-handed pitcher or a left-handed pitcher going that particular day. But Pilar would uh, fit in probably as a defensive replacement late in the game. Since the rotational thing, uh, neither one of those guys the Braves are going to plug out there in left field are really good defenders. So it makes sense that Pilar would come in late in these games and finish it out and provide a, a better glove out in left field. But hey, Pilar is a guy that I've respected from afar. And so I'm happy to see the Braves bring him in. He's a guy that's an intense competitor. You can tell he's out there for one reason and one reason only, and that is to win, which I'm a big fan of. I don't think he cares about the stats or anything like that. He's showing up to win baseball games. And let me be real here. All right, the Braves have lost the... The last two seasons, they have lost their two team captains. They've lost Freddie Freeman, who's with the Dodgers now. And now they've lost Dansby Swanson, who's going to be putting on the Cubs uniform. So I think the Braves are focused on trying to replace what Freeman and Swanson brought to the table. And I'm not talking about... Uh, physical talent. I'm talking about leadership. I'm talking about toughness. They're trying to replace that, and and I think they're smart to be focused on that. And you're going to bring in Pilar, who I think can fill some of that void. He's a veteran player that is a pro's pro that will have respect in the locker room and provide some toughness and leadership that this team right now was missing. And I think you need to have those ingredients 
You're going to run it back when another National League East hold off these competitors. They're spending a ton of money and make it back into the postseason. This is what I like about this signing. Leadership, toughness, missing ingredients with Freeman and Swanson now out the door. Good move, Anthopolis. Think you're on the right track here. Uh, one one other little nugget here. Baseball America, I saw, did not have the Braves with one player in their top 100 prospect list. For the first time since 1990, 32 years was the last time, 32 years ago. I was going to say it's 2000, been a while. 2010, 2020, one, two, three, yeah. 22, uh, 32 years was the last time this happened. But let me also point out, too, because Vaughn Grissom has been rushed to big leagues. He would he would have been a top 100 player this year in AAA. Uh, Spencer Strider, early promotion. Uh, Michael Harris, an early promotion. Braves would have had three under normal circumstances, but they've been rushed to the show. And because of that, no top 100 prospect out there for the first time since 1990. It's been a long, long time since you've seen that happen. But uh, I'm glad we got Pilar. They were calling him on the the locker room show. I'm going Pilar. We mentioned both, so we got it right at some point in time. Pillar, PR, Pilar. Tough. Yeah, that defense out there in left field, uh, you got Pilar, Harris, and Acuna out there playing defense. That's one of the, obviously one of the better outfields in, uh, in the entire league. Yeah, and I, I'm really, uh, you know, I'm big on the, you, you need some guys in that clubhouse that are going to not hesitate to stand up and lead the way. And, and Freeman was like that when it came his time. He uh, took that torch and was running with it, and then Freeman left, and then Dansby took over that that role uh, as far as being the spokesperson, the uh, leader on the team, a guy that could go up to somebody and tell him, you know, what you just did is not right. We got to get that. I don't know if everybody knows. Got to get that corrected. But all right. What's going on, Road Dog? Oh, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, I heard some. He didn't know what's going on. Me, I'm being he was wondering about oh. your uh, you calling Ad Mitchell Ad Mitchell. Yeah, I realized I, said, that's I a think joke. that was one of the things you just do. Kind of like you call the New England Patriots the Boston Patriots. Well, yeah, I mean they are the Boston Patriots and those Charlotte. Panthers. I never understood though why you know some of the teams go we're going to go with the state or the region, and then the other teams are going to go with the city, as if they're embarrassed to just go with the city. I think, it's, I think it's a matter like the Carolina Panthers, for instance. They want to reach into, you know, South Carolina. Oh, y'all are Would in here, too. Would he prefer that I call him Adonai? Yeah, that's too That's too tough, right? That's tough, yeah. I think he was just thinking that the AD. Just having a little fun. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, let's not take this job too seriously. Turn my mic he off. mispronounced the young man's name. No, I was intentionally doing that. Listen to the sports blast I, uh, or sports centers, whatever they are. I mispronounce names all the time. Yeah, I think it's funny, too. I mean, it's good stuff. I, I could use a laugh. But when you look at this Braves team, I think Sean Murphy brings some of that leadership and toughness to the team. But, look, he's brand new. Uh, you know, it's a little tough to step into a clubhouse and take charge immediately. Uh, Pilar's new, but I think he's a, he's got a personality where he's just going to take charge. If anybody's going to doubt that, then you're going to have to deal with him. But you look around the team. Do you look at uh, Acuna? 
is a guy that's going to lead because I don't. Do you uh, see Ozuna leading? I, I think not. Uh, Michael Harris, he, he's a kid, teenager, basically. One of the, he's the youngest guy in big league baseball. You think he's not ready to lead? Neither is uh, Vaughn Grissom or Austin Riley. There's one name you haven't mentioned yet. I think Ozzy Albies does a good job. There of, you go. Of communicating with uh, a lot of the Hispanic, I think, I think Latino is, players. I Ozzie's think he does the, a great job with that. He's a real emotional leader of this team. I think. He's uh, the, Matt Olson's a quiet guy. I don't see him really being a strength as far as you know leading the way for the team. And I don't know enough about Sean Murphy, frankly. Yeah, I think he's going to step into that role. That can be a, a natural role for a, a, a catcher to be a leader. Yeah, Travis Darno seems to be sort of a quiet leader type. So, yeah, this is a role that uh, P. Lar and maybe Ad Mitchell can pick up some of that leadership out at Texas. They certainly need some of that. I think it's Pillar, but Pillar. I'm just messing. P. Lar. PR is it the, <laughs> is it the the two L's make a Y right I'm not sure but it's time to move on The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon 25 20 45 like 15 10 5 get in there Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Hal Glogroup, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. A.D. Mitchell, Adonai Mitchell, is out the door. Hit that transfer portal and reportedly on his way home to Texas. That's where his family is right now. Reportedly, he's got a uh, child living with his family out in Texas where they uh, are setting up shop these days. And the Texas Longhorns look like the destination for Mitchell. I'm just going to go Mitchell now. Maybe that won't hurt anybody's feelings. I've got three reasons why Ad, uh, A.D. Mitchell left. No, I like Ad now, Buck. Ad and I left. I've got three reasons why. All right, number one, he's got the family in Texas now. And the word is there's a baby involved. You want to be close to the fam? Certainly understand that part of the deal. There's reason number one. Reason number two. I heard this on the street yesterday was that A.D. Mitchell got his NIL deal from Georgia and sent that to USC and to Texas with the message, can you beat this? And let me tell you, Texas, UT, Texas, I think they have cash. Over they've there, got right? some deep pockets, brother. I mean, this they've got the deepest pockets in college football. There's no doubt. They got the money. Show me the money. I got to make my paper. They, they got plenty of money to show. So I would imagine Sarkeesian was able to uh, beat that Georgia offer as it related to the NIL deal. All right, that's reason number two. Uh, number three, A.D. Mitchell is going to get the ball more 
playing for Sarkeesian than he would have gotten it playing under Coach Kirby Smart at Georgia. Texas is going to throw it. They're going to throw it a lot. They're looking to throw it. And A.D. Mitchell's going to step in and get the ball. And why is that a big deal? Well, because the next step for A.D. Mitchell is to improve his NFL draft stock. He's got an opportunity to be a first-round draft pick. And I'm not sure he could do that blocking in the run game at Georgia. Can't blame the man for that. So three reasons why. A.D. Mitchell. Transfer is transferring in the process of transferring to Texas. He's got family there. He gets a better NIL deal, and he's going to get the ball more than he would have at Georgia. I think that's why USC is also being considered to be in the mix, too, because you know Lincoln Riley's offense is going to put that ball in their wide receiver's hands yeah. and uh, going to show off his skills and get him ready for the NFL. Yeah, that's a long way from the family and the baby. Again, yeah. So, but you know, this is, we've heard this before that people are homesick. They want to get closer to the family, uh, like Severe Wheeler. When he left the Georgia basketball program, it was, well, he wants to go back to Texas to be closer to the family. He ended up further away from the family in Kentucky. Yeah. And then, look, uh, USC can't touch uh, the deep pockets that Texas has as far as the moolah goes. Just check out the facilities. And you'd be able to determine that. All right, coming back on the other side, man, we got some Nick Saban news we're going to dive into. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7, wishing A.D. Mitchell the best of luck as he moves on with his college football career. Just so glad we got Brian McClendon over at Georgia solidifying that wide receiver group. The wide receiver room filled up pretty quickly out of nowhere. Yeah, that's probably another reason why A.D. Mitchell decided to move on. It got a little crowded in that wide receiver room. Hey, want to give you uh, the heads up, 680 The Fan. We're celebrating 30 years of sports talk dominance here in Metro Atlanta with Generation of Generation Fan, a full year of specialty programming, events, and giveaways. And we're getting it all kicked off with the ultimate Hilton Head Island golf getaway. We're going to hook you and three friends up with a six-night, seven-course golf vacation courtesy of 680 The Fan and America's Golf Island, Hilton Head Island. Now, the ultimate prize pack includes 
a six-night golf villa stay for four at Palmetto Dunes Oceanfront Resort. It is awesome. Seven rounds of golf for your foursome at some of the country's premier courses, including Harbortown Golf Links. You know you want to play it. Plus, you get 250 bucks for each of you to spend in the golf shop. You're going to love that. Enter now because time is limited. Go to 680thefan.com slash 30 before February 3rd and get entered to win. Only wish I could win. Time for a nugget. Mm, tasty. <laughs> Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Nick Saban, he's busy over in Tuscaloosa trying to upgrade his coaching staff. You know, I heard the uh, locker room show talking about Alabama losing their defensive coordinator, Pete Golding, to Ole Miss. And let me go ahead and just say what, you know, they don't believe they got around to saying was that Saban pushed him out the door to take this move that's not lateral. It is a downgrade from the job he had. Uh, Golding got a DUI heading into the season, uh, this past season that just went down, so that wasn't good. And then the defense, not as good as it has been under his tenure. The Alabama defense has slipped. So Saban pushing him out the door, and he found a landing spot on Lane Kiffin's staff. So Saban's got to find him a a new defensive coordinator. He's also got to find him a new offensive coordinator because apparently Bill O'Brien is getting close to leaving. He's weighing his options, including maybe resurfacing with Belichick. The Boston Patriots. I don't know why they're embarrassed of Boston. But Saban might have to replace uh, O'Brien, too. And in, th- in fact, uh, O'Brien had a two-year contract that has run out. So he's, as Nick Saban would say, gone. Gone. And I saw where Pete Thamel, ESPN's insider, was on Feinbaum and was throwing out Kiffin's former offensive coordinator at Ole Miss that moved on and joined Brent Venables at Oklahoma this year. Uh, Jeff Levy who might be at the top of Saban's list. All right, he knows the SEC. He runs a wide-open offense that would attract these big-time five-star players and was really under the radar, did a great job at Oklahoma. I know the Sooners had, they, they fell off a cliff in Venable's first season there in Norman, but offensively, they did some really good, impressive things offensively, so keep an eye on this one. Might be Saban's primary target, trying to upgrade this Alabama program. And I've spoken about it. Saban's looking to jumpstart this Alabama program that has fallen behind Georgia in the SEC and on the national stage. How do you do that? Well, you replace your two coordinators and you plug in coordinators that are going to do a better job than the previous coordinators did. And when Nick Saban puts his eye on a guy, makes him a target, as you said, he can typically make that happen. Yeah, you don't tell Nick Saban no. It's hard to, huh? Most of, I think only Kirby's done that and gotten away with it. I think Kirby, Nick was Nick was a, a good friend, a mentor for Kirby. He even told him, you know, wait, 
Yeah. Wait, wait for the right job. Well, he had and I think he was happy to let him go. I mean, he didn't he didn't want to lose him, but I think he was ready for him to go. He had respect for Kirby Smart. And I've told this story uh, once before on the show, and I think it's probably a good time to tell it now. But, you know, there was this story that I have not confirmed, but I'm going to tell it anyway. It comes from a reliable source. When Kirby was the defensive coordinator on Saban's staff at Alabama, Saban called a, an unscheduled summer or spring or summer meeting Uh-oh. on a Friday and told them they all uh, needed to be there. There's going to be nobody missing the meeting. Well, Kirby apparently had a round at Augusta National set up that day. Hello, friends. <laughs> and so... Uh, Kirby, as the story goes, told Saban, look, I've, I've got a round at Augusta National set up. I've never played over there. And Saban said, look, if you want to keep your job, we'll see you in our coaching meeting on, on Friday. Well, Friday arrives. And Saban comes in to start the meeting. And Kirby's smart seat is empty in the meeting room. And Saban asks, has anybody seen Kirby? Hello, friends. And I think some of the other coaches on the staff knew where Kirby had gone, but didn't have the guts to say it right then and there. So Kirby uh, goes and he shoots 118 at Augusta National. <laughs> did, did he really? Well, I'm not sure about the score. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to make fun because I might shoot yeah, 118. I don't think at that point in time he had uh, had the uh, golf swing help that he's gotten at Georgia with David Dukes has really coached him up over there. At the time, his golf game was a little rugged. I think it would probably be over 100, let's just say. But Kirby, uh, nobody had ever stood up to Nick Saban prior to that. And so, as funny as it sounds, because of that, Nick Saban said, this guy's got some guts. I like that about him. He stood up to me. None of these other sissies would stand up to me. They'll do whatever I tell them. And so he gained a little more respect for Kirby Smart by standing up to him and uh, going to shoot that bad, bad round of golf at Augusta National. That's the story I got, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, the music's playing, which means it's time to get to the final word. And the final word today is this. Hey, at 11.30... Uh, twice a week, I'm going to be doing a new element that's called Extra Innings. So only getting 42 minutes of content on this one-hour show. This allows me on our 680 The Fan YouTube channel to continue the show there, to go in-depth on certain topics, which I'm unable to do in this one-hour format. So I want to invite you. This is brand new. We've only done it once, working out some of the kinks. So coming up at 11.30, join me on our 680 The Fan YouTube channel for extra innings. We'll be talking about Stetson Bennett and uh, A.D. Mitchell might even make it on extra innings today. That's going to do it for me. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nernie? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The warm air, the sounds of baseball... It's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. 
like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon, or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 